Okay, looks like we're recording. Listen up. I don't know if you can hear that or not, but that is the theme music of um, a station I've been listening to on the internet here as a start of the reskilling, reusing, life hacking event for uh, April 2020, which is a monthly event that is held on Earth. Now, usually it's held at the Portland Library at the second Tuesday at 6.30, and it's not there because the Portland Library is closed, all libraries are closed, and 6.30, no, it's, it's, let's call it 5.30 instead because the rec center where I usually uh, feed the kids that's closed down too so I can just get it started early right and uh, so <clears throat> that being the backdrop uh, doesn't mean that we can't have a, a reskilling event however usually there's a really big hall there where everyone's invited it's a Facebook event and obviously we can't really have a large event because of five or six reasons so it is now being held and recorded in uh, the garage where I live. And there's lots of reskilling, reusing, life hacking, etc. projects going on here in the uh, garage. And that's fine. Well, I guess we'll kind of maybe get into that uh, as we bump along a little bit. But... You'll notice, too, that there was no introductory music in terms of uh, a harmonica or a ukulele or a, a recorder, uh, just because it's a little bit cold. It's somewhere around 50 in the garage. It's kind of drafty because it's windy outside. It's less windy in here, but still there's enough uh, draft to make it so that it's kind of the same temperature out there as in here. And so my fingers may not really be interested in uh, working. <clears throat> Plus, I would just say that there's not really all that much room yet for extra accoutrements like um, you know nice instruments and things like that. It's still a bunch of hardware and working <clears throat> woodworking materials, etc. So we'll just leave it like that for now. <clears throat> And um, so, yeah, it's a sunny day. Sun is shining in on the desk here where my computer is uh, recording <clears throat> the audio as well as my Android is recording the audio as well. And then also um, referring to um, pictures that I'm taking. So I'm accessing the Internet. <clears throat> which is very uh, nearby in the uh, house that's detached from the garage. But the signal seems to be well enough so that uh, good stuff can happen in the garage as well as anywhere in the yard, as well as anywhere in the house, just because it's a good router, as well as that there's an extension router too, so it can go way into the alley and down the street as need be and of course why not <clears throat> so 
typical for uh, reskilling, reusing is I think tip like there's a like a slide set which is not really prepared yet. I might prepare one for this uh, event after it's done, uh, and then post the audio and the uh, and the um, slides or concepts or whatnot to <coughs> to the uh, website where the blog is held and that's at uh, metageni.com slash reskill metageni spelled m-e-t-a-g-e-n-y dot com slash reskill and any month you want to just click on the pictures and pdf file and click on the audio file and sync them up and you can um, have access anytime you want to at some point in the future, although it's been two years in the making now, I might also do this by uh, live stream or get this audio-visual hook synced up so I can talk from my screen, etc. Using maybe even Zoom, which I guess is becoming popular these days, or there are some other softwares as well uh, for broadcasting out to the to the web but we'll leave it for another day because the concepts um, for video broadcasting are pretty well known and anyone who wants to just do it can I think Facebook live is probably the easiest one can go into um, <clears throat> but the but let's just go into the reskilling um, litany I guess the first I think the first slide that I discuss uh, besides discuss this besides saying that this is a kind of a uh, an event where people can get together and and just talk about ideas that they have for reskilling relearning or reusing um, ref refusing re um, dressing or just about anything that they want to um, that is kind of local, maybe relevant to uh, Portland, if possible. However, since everybody's singularly just sort of sitting in their own homes, um, everyone is every man these days, and so I don't know how relevant Portland is um, in a context like this, because any idea could be anywhere, but maybe I'll prove myself quite wrong as I get through. And again, as well, anytime you feel like inspired to do something, look into something, look at it, I would suggest from a project mind management perspective and mindset. And the litany is that uh, a project, as you go on the Wikipedia, you can find it out that there's, um, there's the integration phase, integrating it with all the other ideas you have, um, the scope of the project, the timing of the project, when you want to be done, when does things have to happen, uh, what's the cost of it, what quality are you going to be expecting to be done, um, human resources, like who do you need to get things done with this, um, communication, what kind of um, communication style, frequency are you looking at, who needs to know. Risk. What kind of um, what kind of risk might be happening uh, to jeopardize 
the um, activity you want or the result of the activity and uh, procure procurement which is how do you get stuff if you need to get stuff with your project where do you get it uh, once you got those things down and with a little bit of will and uh, and perseverance uh, you, one can go forward <clears throat> so the uh, first content uh, that I want to go into is kind of more or less uh, in, um, in the line with the chronology of my camera, the pictures I've taken, which kind of brings me along to how the flow of the month has been. So the first picture I'm looking at here in all its glory is the back of my vehicle, chock full of boxes of donated uh, garden vegetables seeds from local company and um, to give them out to the neighborhood uh, I think I think I procured these and it's an interesting story in and of itself and maybe requires a little bit of extra time that we don't want to take here maybe but by means of uh, getting the seeds one can really do a lot to uh, uh, celebrate and give and donate and give out etc the seeds for everybody uh, create all kinds of events however the next day after getting all these was the shutdown 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 so pretty much couldn't do anything and what do you do with a bunch of um, seeds that you can't really go to groups with and people don't want to be out so weird how uh, a project of getting seeds out to the community kind of uh, ran into a little bit of a risk there of what to do with isolation rather than getting out and working on your garden. Huh. Okay. The next slide has to do with the identification of Mm, uh, nearby my house, there is the entrance to uh, the uh, a bridge across the Ohio River, K&I Bridge, and the walking bridge, the walking section of it, has been shut down for many years, uh, and it was kind of overgrown with a lot of trees. And then one day, I saw a policeman come by with a chainsaw, and he chopped down all the trees. So now it's wide open, and people can obviously see the guardrails and see that it looks like a, a real deal there all the brushes piled up in one corner I don't know what the police were thinking when they did that maybe it's a hybrid kind of a project between the police and the railroad I wouldn't know because they didn't tell me but it is pretty stark to to see that uh, change and of course um, I celebrate any change that happens to the entrance to the K&I Bridge. This next picture that I took that struck my fancy uh, was uh, when I was at the YMCA and I saw a new advertisement that they put there on the wall and it's called Think Outside, No Box Required. Have your kid come to a summer camp. And of course everybody knows about, you know, Think Outside the Box, um, but uh, you know, that's in terms of being creative and being, you know, problem-solving in unique ways. Um, but 
nobody really thought about just saying, hey, just think outside. Like, go outside, be outside. And I kind of really agree with that, even though it's, you know, it's found in a YMCA facility where oftentimes you can get your exercise outside rather than being at the Y. Um, there are some things like the middle of the winter or it's really cold, it's easier to go inside and exercise rather than outside. <sighs> but summer, hey, think outside. The, uh, the next slide that I'm seeing here uh, is, was in was a was kind of a potluck that I did, and it was at Shawnee Park. And Shawnee Park has a great big gazebo, so that the potluck was underneath a, a, a pavilion, which was this so was free from rain. But uh, but here and there, I was able to take little jaunts uh, and look around, take pictures. So this picture here is right next to the river. It all looks very nice when there's no leaves, so you can see the river easily. And this tree is really close to the uh, pavilion and some other um, uh, housing, etc., the, the built environment of the park and I really like the cute little bench that was provided there that goes around the tree and you know, I mean it's just easy it could be a summer project for someone uh, but it's nice to see that uh, investment has been done uh, to the trees at Shawnee uh, also, further walking on, actually, I think that was Chickasaw Park. Oops, Chickasaw. And then at Sh Shawnee, I saw that, that's the next picture, uh, that there is a area where forestry people have been working with the wood. they creating a bike path, so they chop down all these trees, and then they chop them into uh wood uh, big stumps and then uh, they chip them up with a wood chipper and uh, I'm wondering if a lot of this stuff could be taken for people to uh, either burn in the winter time or use as wood chips on their lawn which I've recently identified several locations on the lawn that would be really good with wood chips rather than the weak grass that's so shady doesn't really get very full um, so there's there there's that, and uh, another picture here is a wharf park, and at wharf park it looks like they uh, mowed it. That was it. It was through so long and straggly, and then they mowed it. It's just so stunningly fun to see how different a park can be when uh, when it's been in mowed. So simple things like that are really celebrated around here because the budget is so low, and who even knows have, who has control of the Wharf Park. It's a historical site as well as... The Parks Department, or is it owned by the Army Corps of Engineers? 
the uh, railroad, who knows. So that's a beautiful picture. Um, in that road to the park can lead right down to the water where uh, if I was brave I could bring my car right in there and bring the car right to the water but I think they frown upon that and I don't want to get stuck with a police car saying you can't do that so I am looking for other ways to find canoe access which is quite the challenge actually and I'm looking forward to Shawnee Park sometime soon uh, having access to bringing boats out into the water but it sure won't be anywhere near the fun area which is the lock and dam and the waterfall and the hydroelectric plants and all the islands that are around that and uh, the shoals and the rock ridges and the Silver Creek and all that stuff is really right there in in this area and to, wouldn't you know that the access that you get your boating is a shipping port island and they shut it down Army Corps of Engineers, I don't know who it was, El Genie, they shut down access to shipping port so no one can put boats in the water until they open up which, who knows when that'll happen. And then, here's a picture of a couple books that I am reading. The Nordic Theory of Everything in Search of a Better Life and The Pedagogy of the Oppressed. A couple of books that I now can keep for a very long time until the library opens. So I've got other books as well, but these are the two that I... I just recently got and got a little excited about talking about uh, why it is that um, social democratic socialism or social democracy that the Nordic countries have uh, seems to be working and what are the traits there. And the other one um, looks at uh, the psychology of uh, oppressed people and how demagogues pretty much control them and how the oppressed fight back and it's pretty well written even though it was 50 years ago uh, but fun to read ideas <clears throat> when I'm not consuming the daily news and see what kind of dumpster fire there is in, on any given day okay the next slide is early March where I can see my horseradish coming up on the top of the slide. Lots of wood chips everywhere. No, actually the, the horseradish is, is, is everywhere. So there's green here and there. And then on a few, a few slides ahead I'll show you where how it's coming out now which is fantastic and I owe it all to one thing and one thing only which is the fact <clears throat> that the uh, woodchucks have been uh, moved out the they had huge holes the uh, burrows underneath the wood crates in the garage and when those wood crates came up and all their underground housing was removed uh, 
they haven't come back and so they're not eating the horseradish they're not eating all the food that they typically did including uh, fruit tree bark uh, because they're no longer there yay that's exciting actually and the next slide is of uh, very early in the morning or yeah very early in the morning sun's rising and I wanted to get out and do a little exercise because I was working from home every day and uh, you need to get out I found a tree branch that was pretty much in the shape of a cane a long pole more or less and you can see that um, at the near the Canine Bridge or near the entrance to the Wharf Park there is a nice cement wall that's pretty high which can be used for all kinds of uh, calisthenics and exercises if one wants to and I do want to and have and will continue to do so um, but oftentimes there's no way to do any uh, uh, pull-up exercises because there's nothing overhead to, uh, to pull up on and so you're kind of missing out on all the ex your your back lifting um, exercise with the back unless you, you know, find a tree branch and climb on it which I re recommend also but if you want to do it artificially you can use the uh, a pole put it across uh, the cement which has an elbow so then you lay it across and then you can put your head in the corner of the cement, cement crease there and then um, with your face to the sky you can do some uh, chin-ups there quite easily to your heart's content with the Sun coming up why not so that would be a life hack I guess who knows what that would be uh, but at any rate <clears throat> another life hack I guess <clears throat> is this next picture and there is in the backyard I found upon review a couple of uh, uh, sapling trees maybe um, um, Sharon's Hearts of Sharon or something um, Tree of Heaven maybe um, but anyway they were kind of twisting on each other and abrading and anytime you have two trunks that are twisting and abrading uh, especially in the wind they can really rub each other and damage each other expose some of the sap the sap gets uh, fungus infection the fungus goes into the trees and kills them all makes it uh, so that the trees are compromised and then they can crack in time and hurt things so what I did is I put a nearby something something that's not made out of wood and separated them so they don't uh, hurt each other and uh, put a brick there and hopefully they don't hurt each other and that the brick uh, is going to kind of stop all the abrading uh, we'll, we'll we'll have to see how that goes but in the end the the idea is right 
uh, to minimize damage to trees. I didn't really know about it. I just walked past it and I said, oh, wow, huh. I guess you just, the more you're exposed to, the more you see. Well, this next slide is a picture of cement, huge cement blocks used for various construction things. And I do believe that there was quite a bit of branches that were um, overarching it and you couldn't even really see what it was and I thought oh, wouldn't that be fun uh, so I took a branch lopper and uh, lopped off a lot of the tree branches so that one can see all the way down the line there of the cement blocks and if one wanted to do a little, I don't know, exercise on cement blocks or cement structures or the built environment, uh, that's fine. And of course, everyone knows that these cement blocks are temporary. They can be used by at other construction sites, so big machines can come in at any time. That's why um, it's not really, it's kind of useless to protect any trees or whatnot because they'll come in and and uh, attack at any particular uh, moment. So uh, those are available for anybody who wants to come and use them. That's pretty much right underneath the freeway, I-64 freeway, where the bike path crosses over. You can see it from there. The next slide is a life hack of mine and that had to do with the fact that I was for some reason um, my right IT band was extremely sore and um, it's the you know outside of the hip outside of the leg from the knee to the hip that whole thing uh, you know if it's getting strengthened uh, it can get real sore if you overuse it etc etc so I took a scarf and tied a tourniquet uh, around the the leg up at the IT band where it was hurting and found some great result there. So if you ever are in a situation where you've got some big muscles that are hurting, you can give it a little support. A lot of times, sometimes these muscles are overextended, they're kind of wounded, uh, need a little rest, but yet you still want to be on the move, you can uh, make a make a support. And uh, I've done supports with slings on my shoulder and, and uh, back things for rib injuries, but never anything uh, around my thigh like that. So it worked quite well. Thought I'd share it. There's all kinds of a world of stuff, I would imagine, of... Uh, of, of, of that. The next slide is uh, on an adventure at Wharf Park underneath the freeway where homeless live. <clears throat> and it was raining, so I like to be underneath the, um, the freeway overpass so I don't get wet at all and can go for um, a walk. There's a nice walkway there, so when I was at the 
end of the Wharf Park viaduct kind of uh, uh, area, I came to where the freeway uh, just sort of the the bridge ended, and uh, and I saw that there is a really fun looking uh, infrastructure there that's easily accessible. One can go up uh, some cement steps, climb onto the steel girders, and uh, do some climbing of all kinds of different things, um, making, again, your back be strong by doing some uh, some uh, lifting of your body. And uh, it's soft grass right below you, and it's in a park, so it's it's kind of a reasonable thing to think that one could do that both physically as well as uh, with permission or nobody might stop you. <clears throat> and the next slide has to do with that same underpass, freeway underpass, uh, basically looking at some apparatuses that can be probably climbed up on. Um, without any danger and uh, without risk of hurting the infrastructure um, but still having a little bit of um, of an adventure rather than just walking around and then going to a open space and do push-ups for instance because it's it's ours for our use there's nothing that says no trespassing so uh, obviously <clears throat> you know if there's uh, a ton of homeless people around, you know, probably stay away, but they tend to come and go um, by the moment. So then you can just uh, go after they left or something like that. Next slide has to do with uh, underneath uh, the freeway, underneath the freeway and over by the lock and dam um, I'm noticing that there is an opening that has been created uh, from the underpass, freeway underpass, to uh, the open fields of the lock and dam area. And uh, so anybody wants to do some jogging or walking or even biking uh, into these wild areas, you've got now the ability to cut through. So you can do figure eights instead of loops. Uh, as this shortcut is now pretty exposed and uh, if kept that way in the summer it can uh, really um, <clears throat> be allowed to be a, a cutway um, for people to uh, wander around because I don't think wandering in that area is necessarily illegal I don't see any keep out uh, signs or anything whatsoever and the next slide <clears throat> is a picture of, I don't know what to say about this, this is a picture of Lannan Park and uh, it's in a deeply wooded area and deeply wooded areas of a park it's not really all that useful. There's so much park everywhere else it's called going down by the river, it's unbelievable. So this is generally so occluded and dark in the summertime that um, nine months of the year, homeless are just there, and there's no reason uh, that they need to be there. They can go down by the river. It's plenty thick there. Uh, but 
so if that were to be uh, opened up and thinned out a little bit, that would be great. Uh, what's weird is um, when I was just walking through that area, I noticed that a tree had two syringes stuck into the bark. And I thought I'd take a picture of that, indicating that, uh, yeah, not only the homeless, but uh, they are drug users. Oh, well. <laughs> Next picture has everything to do with uh, what do you do to <clears throat> when you have a tree that's useless that's fallen down 50 years ago and it's basically sideways and takes over your whole yard so this is a picture of uh, it being taken down and you do that <clears throat> um, you know if you do that by saw Handsaw it takes a while, but if you do it by chainsaw, it goes down pretty, pretty quick. And so uh, it's of course very artistic. Some of the uh, superstructure of the tree, uh, when all of its smaller limbs are gone, and you can see the the trunk and all of its weirdness since it was sideways and trying to go up. So that's just uh, the tree that mostly pretty much doesn't exist anymore but will be uh, either burned or burned the next slide is uh, on a nice spring day when i found out that i could uh, i wanted to canoe got my car in working order and noticed that the shipping port boat entrance was closed so I went over to Indiana at, at the uh, YMCA in, in New Albany there's some sort of a access there no problem and uh, at the end of a fun boating um, an outing in which the water was so fast it was stupid uh, the only way I could go upstream was to stay you know, three to five feet away from the shore, which, when you do that, is fun because you're in all kinds of trees and you got to wiggle through them or else you're going to get hang, hung up. And that's where things get hung up. So I found a huge rope. I found a nice 55-gallon drum, and I found a floating spar bar. And it's got a pointy little sticky thing on one side, and the whole thing is basically floating because I was able to find it rather than it being uh, sunk into the river. Knew that I know that the police that were kind of looking at me uh, knew that there was a, an order that everyone should shelter in place and no one should be out. And uh, here I was out in Indiana doing my thing. Uh, they didn't really say anything, but they were there, present, making sure people kept their distance or whatever they were doing. Um, but uh, it sure, sure created a great uh, m memory, and anybody who wants to uh, canoe, you can kind of go to Craigslist and get a canoe. The next slide is a uh, the backyard with lots of big logs 
<clears throat> that have been of that tree that's been pretty much uh, in the process of being chopped down and the log splitter which can be uh, installed up vert vertically so that you can just throw a stump into the base of it and it, it goes downward on it you don't have to pick up these huge stumps and use the log splitter you use it on the ground and it uh, cracks them up really fast and you can throw them into the pile for storage over the summer and uh, drying out that'll be good to burn uh, in the winter so that's quite the process there actually was pretty quick and here is a picture of a tree that I saw when I was in Lannan Park and I was amazed at how many branches small little offshoots were uh, pretty much banging into the trunk and uh, um, I was I think I took that picture as a note to self saying wow if there's any any way we can um, help the trees that would be great um, because that that's a mess and that's going to just hurt the tree and Landon Park's got good trees that don't need to get hurt so it's a nice picture showing the hot mess of the uh, trees up about 10-20 feet in the air and here is an, another picture of the seeds that I got <clears throat> being stored inside a, a house rather than in the back of my car because I can use my car for other things besides just holding on to, to seeds. Indicating, of course, that there is a, a, lot of, a lot of seeds there, lots of different types of uh, vegetables to grow the next one I want to talk about is a 4x4 in the middle of the backyard that has a cement block at the bottom of it uh, which is holding down an X which has been screwed together and some supports are in place such that that 4x4 is solid but it really just stands by itself. I think you can also put cement into a, a tire and then put a pole into that too but that's kind of permanent once you put the cement in, in there. Uh, yes the pole will Will stay upright but it uh, can't be undone whereas everything done here is with a screw gun can be uh, unscrewed no problem and the result of the <clears throat> pole that's in the middle of the backyard is that strings can be attached to it from the uh, raised porch and then you can put like a tarp over it and it'd be a nice shaded area because this shade is now gone because that sideways tree is gone um, and so that's where I'm feeling like um, that needs to pretty much be 
fixed, as the case may be. I'm done talking about that. Okay, the next next slide that I have taken is when I returned to that Shawnee Park wood pile, and you can just see how much good wood there is, and there's so much of it. You can see Cindy uh, way down there standing on one of those stumps, but she is small, indicating how much wood there is here. Okay. Well, <clears throat> the the next slide has to do with in the backyard again. There was an umbrella that uh, was going to be thrown away at a community garden that is for a picnic table, and it's a you know kind of a nice one, but some of them are some of the arms are broken. So I resurrected it from the garbage and it's been in storage for many years took it out opened it up there's a couple of arms that were broken put some duct tape on it and it's great so when it gets super hot and it was recently like 82 degrees uh, and sunny uh, it was pretty hot whereas now it's like I said <clears throat> 50 and rainy it's that's that's gone but and, and so the umbrella obviously can be can fold up and can fold down uh, depending upon uh, how windy it is and whether you need to use it or not. But it's nice to have one of these uh, things and it is attached at a, a base by a, a cement pedestal which is pretty strong. Another life hack event happening this month that I've done, and what about you, is that I tried to make some bread. Because going to Aldi's and buying their um, buying their corn chips is all cool and stuff like that. But I don't want to go there anymore. Plus they're all out because people are kind of hoarding or something. I don't know. And so I'm going to just make my own um, crunchy or bready or starchy food or whatnot. So I made some uh, dough out of what I thought was wheat wheat flour, but it ended up being corn flour, and corn flour doesn't operate like wheat flour at all. So instead of making an, a nice bread, it was basically a tortilla, it's flat. I rolled it out and uh, put it on a dish and put it in the oven and it, to me it tasted good if you're hungry because I put sugar and salt in there and pepper so there's enough in there to make it taste good but it's not great and so much of our food these days has been engineered by the food engineers to taste great that good food just doesn't have a chance uh, but Later on, when I uh, put, when I found some regular flour instead of corn flour, uh, it really works so much better. Uh, what happens in the summertime is that uh, bugs do uh, dig into paper flour containers, and they'll spoil the flour, and you have to put it in glass containers. And so they need to be well marked 
and this one wasn't and so there's that whole thing um, of marking your containers but put your edibles into uh, into containers that are going to be able to withstand attack by instant insects and we're dealing with an environment now where a lot of our insects are coming from I don't know say China and China's got some really weird in insects in fact so does Mexico South America who knows Africa and whatnot so we could be ready have to be ready for all kinds of weirdos coming to the United States because of our uh, global infrastructure. Here's the result I get of the next slide is when after I put it into the uh, and, and baked it for a while I, what I did was I put uh, fork I, I forked it and then that kind of worked out good because then it got done better probably because of that forking and it ended up being kind of tough so you need to really soak it in soup before you want to consume this hardtack or uh, what, what kind of uh, bread do you want to call it and uh, the next slide is another life hack of uh, of the backyard has the tree that's been uh, knocked down and there's all kinds of trees that need to be uh, branches that need to be uh, taken up and brought to the alley to uh, for the city to take away or you could just wait for it to all dry and burn it because the fire department's not doing anything anymore because the whole system is kind of shutting down but uh, but this in this way I've kind of organized it in a way that I put a tarp out and if it gets disheveled I can just kind of roll the tarp out and turn it into a nice cylinder and then put a string around the cylinder and then um, just take it up by the string or around the string there and just hoist it up uh, and uh, take it out to the alley you just keep on doing that I would definitely recommend listening to a good lecture uh, podcast or some good music uh, while you're doing that because it takes a while, uh, but there's nothing hard about it. But it is kind of nice to have a life, tack, life hack um, such as as uh, having a tarp and some orientation, I guess. And it's also good to have a bucket load of uh, twine or some sort of uh, string that's tough enough to withstand say about 40 pounds or so uh, for this and if you buy a whole bunch of it you can it'll last a lifetime this next slide is a picture of sorting of dirt and I think maybe I mentioned last month that uh, we're working on a lot that has previously been uh, littered on and turning it into like uh, nice uh, beds for flowers and butterflies and birds and etc and uh, so in order to remove 
um, the litter without really removing the dirt from the area is use a filter. So we've got a little bucket and a mesh. You just put your gloves and and uh, rip and roar your hands over the gruel and then the um, the dirt then just goes through into the bottom and then the top is your garbage and <clears throat> that's what you can throw away and keep the dirt underneath and so in that way you can take a shovel full and then do it take another shovel full do it and uh, the resulting uh, dirt was just so beautiful And here we go to where we are right now. I told you at the beginning that we are in a garage that I've kind of refabbed. And so the picture right here is of the corner of the garage that had been uh, rotted through substantially. And most annoyingly or concerningly is that there is a probably a, an 8 by 14 uh, corner piece that had totally rotted didn't even make it to the floor so I uh, sawed off a good section of it found a good 4x4 um, joining area found a 4x4 post stuck it in there and put a uh, a sister right next to it and so now it's weight bearing it hasn't been weight bearing before and also right next to um, that old um, corner piece you can see there's a 2x4 which now also uh, is weight bearing which relieves the previous weight bearing uh, piece of wood which is to the right that uh, that 1x12 was holding up the weight of the garage <laughs> and it was it's rotting and just not the right thing to be weight bearing so now we've got all three of those things kind of sharing the load a little bit until the garage gets fixed properly we'll just use it like that then the next slide is uh, in the vicinity uh, of that corner which is now being kind of rehabbed and turning it into windows and doorway uh, found that there was a uh, 18 by 18 uh, uh, cement square and it looked like it you know, it was over to the right where there was a kind of a square area and I picked it up and uh, moving it to the left dug a hole uh, measured it out uh, because that's where the entrance to the door now is going to be it's going to be towards the left rather than maybe towards the right where it was before maybe Hard to know because it was so dilapidated and uh, so old. Um, so anyway, that that uh, cement chunk has uh, is pretty heavy, but it got wafted into uh, that hole, and now you've got an entrance to the uh, garage in a doorway that now has in its front of it uh, a couple of nice cement pieces. The next picture is of the setup of the windows and the doorway which now as as is even further along than in that than that picture and the next slide is a fun picture 
<clears throat> of the sun hitting the side of the house uh, with casting a shadow of the remnant of the tree that uh, is just about to go down and kind of looks like a, a, a fun looking thing and uh, my next door neighbor called it a dragon so I guess we can call it a dragon but uh, pretty soon that tree trunk the only thing left is going to be gone too so it's an ephemeral artsy kind of picture thought I'd just share that uh, because of that the next uh, slide here picture here is uh, of the door hinge and so I found a door found some hinges and realized that the, the width of the door was a little too narrow with the, uh, the hinges because the hinges are real old-fashioned fat ones and so I needed to cut out a little bit with a chisel and after I sharpened the chisel uh, with a whetstone with, you know, with a sharpening stone which cost almost nothing at the uh, bargain supply boy did it work so I recommend sharpening up chisels before using them anytime uh, in order to orient the the cutting properly I put holes in the upper left, lower left and center um, locations up to the depth of kind of where I thought they needed to be so that I could basically follow along rather than what so often happens is that you kind of get lost where it used to be uh, I guess you could probably do it in other ways like put pen marks outside of the area uh, but I used I just chose to kind of uh, use it use a drill to kind of start the wood getting uh, destroyed I guess and uh, seemed to not hurt anything and the uh, uh, the hinges are in place and everything seems to fit quite nicely the uh, next picture is of a some nice string that is going to be potentially used for uh, re replacing this old kind of useless uh, or on its last leg string from a, uh, a bamboo blind or some sort of a, a wood uh, wood blind uh, that we're going to use in the front porch so that we can have a little privacy in the front um, and it's one of those where you pull on and it kind of rolls up and uh, needs a little strong wine so lot, um, twine and this is probably the right stuff but we may or may not uh, use it but uh, it's nice to have um, string around in order to use um, to replace old string that's on its last leg. Also around the house here in the back deck is um, some 
boards on the ground which are really on their last leg they're kind of buckling under and they're not really doing well and it would be so tempting to take them up and uh, prep the area just a little bit and then we have some uh, stored paver stones just to pave the area <clears throat> so it's more reasonable rather than these these uh, this this wood f sidewalk the wood is very uneven and loose and it's kind of a little bit of a hazard and we're thinking that maybe bricks would be better and it goes into th the theme of the rest of the backyard which has been um, exposed for all the bricks that it has backyard huge section of it has no dirt it has uh, has brick so it's kind of in that, along that theme so that's a project that's about to happen the next picture is of the tiller that I'm looking at so a borrowed tiller is just as good as a tiller that you own yourself as long as it works and one of the tires was low pumped it up and uh, brought it over to the butterfly lot and proceeded to dig up a whole lot of humongous bricks which is fine and then after the bricks were gone uh, the tines really went at it and uh, loosened up the soil quite a bit so I expect good things to happen however it has very the soil is lots of lead in it and uh, so probably can grow um, flowers for butterflies etc but not necessarily for uh, human consumption of food one would have to dumpster dive some wood to make raised beds go get some soil from Nugent soil or get some compost or whatnot uh, to fill up the beds uh, in order to have soil that's good enough for human consumption one might think but anyway that's a nice picture of a, a tiller that if it's used it's good too and the next slide is of the another section of the garage which had a door entrance which is only about five and a half feet tall so it's kind of a useless entrance there's no door that really fits that size and there's a doorways not too far away that you can get in instead of it and so I just put uh, a couple of windows there instead to let in some light there was uh, just a 4 by 8 plywood bat to batten down the opening uh, but I removed that plywood and uh, put the windows in in order to let a whole lot more light in so as one can see there's a a lot more light that's going to be going into the garage by natural light. We also have extension cords which you can have um, light on the inside electrically if one wants. And these windows are uh, ones that Cindy has had over the years and so just take one and uh, put it up on the um, 
on the garage and construct around it. I don't really hurt or touch the, the frame of the window, anything about the window. I put um, screws by it in order to stop it and wedge it from ever moving, uh, but nothing inside of the wood at all because I don't want to compromise it because they're not new. They're, it's really old glass and it's wavy and uh, but because it's old also the frame of the wood is kind of old it's been outside for many years it exposed to a little bit more dirt than it needed to so it's getting kind of weak okay the next slide is a picture of all those pieces of branches um, strung up and uh, put put in the alley. But the other easy way to do it, I guess, is to just get a bucket and stuff them in the bucket as long as they're like four feet long or not longer usually. Uh, the city will take them. However, they tend to get stolen because they're nice buckets. But the, the bad buckets don't get stolen, so a lot of the bad buckets get out there. And uh, But if you just use the string method, then you can leave it out there until any time you want to, because no one's going to steal it. And this next slide just took a few minutes ago, and uh, Google uploaded from my camera to uh, the Internet my um, photos.google.com pretty quickly and therefore I can have it on my computer here a picture of ta-da! the upper left is the horseradish which is probably 18 inches tall now thanks to the uh, rodents that are not eating it and then there's four or five very large looking uh, comfrey plants and comfrey is I'm probably going to be wanting to transplant it soon. Uh, last year I planted it and now I see that it is expanding nicely and so now when the right time is maybe in the fall I'll take it take the take the roots of it and uh, spread it all around to wherever I can find some trees or or um, berry bushes that need some comfrey nearby which generates lots of nutrients for the uh, the surface having dug deeply deep into the soil to get good nutrients which is why comfrey is so good and the next picture is of a uh, life hack in the garage uh, there's you never know when you need to have um, a like a um, I don't know, a plastic container, a couple gallons. So instead of throwing them away, you can just hang them by a string, collect them, hang it from the ceiling. And so that's what that is. Otherwise, they're kind of strewn all about, and you don't want that. Anytime you want to add one, you just take it, unhook it from the ceiling, and string it through, just like a string of fish. And the next slide is the ceiling of the garage where there's a nice steel girder and some other big thick choice that can be 
uh, attached some 2x4s or whatnot, and this is the location that there will be an overhead storage because there's a lot of 4x4s, 2x4s, long skinny wood of all kinds that can be tossed up there rather than having it lean up against the wall where a nice workbench could be, for instance. Hint, hint. And here's, maybe this is a nice place to end because I see we're already at an hour and I've got five more hours of content to go through. I just can't do it. So we'll just leave it at this nice picture of the garage where I'm sitting with a table, a couple tables, lots of light, good feeling all around and uh, there's still lots to be work to be done on it but if it's a if it's a day and you want to play with the computer you can do it out here just as well as anywhere else and pretty soon I'll be able to have a workbench where these tools can be properly um, put in place you see the tools on the left so um, that's that I think maybe the last picture is of this broken glass. Um, I probably was dehydrated and uh, made a dumb move and the glass just sort of slowly went and I couldn't reach it and bang. So you take a broom and you sweep it up and you go get another window and uh, keep going. Apparently the way to uh, pick up glass is obviously you know pick it up with some sort of a scoop and then you put it into a, just a uh, cardboard box of any kind you don't want to put it in a bag it'll cut right through and I guess maybe this is the last picture which is a picture of the cement pieces now in place nicely done and here is the last picture which is uh, the door hinge the door has lots of latches and things, so none of them work. It's probably a dumpster dive door. And it might work in the future if one wanted to, but in order to keep the door closed, because the garage is kind of leaning in, we got a wall issue here, which is why everything I'm doing is so temporary and it needs the whole structure needs to be fixed. But so that the wall the door doesn't just kind of fall in and I put a little rotational arm arm piece of wood um, and a screw right in the middle of it so it can pivot and lock or pivot and unlock and I also have a small little blade which can slit right through some of the openings and I can close it or open it from the outside using that technique as well. So these are small little life hacks, reskilling, reusing uh, of all types, and certainly we hope that uh, good things will happen as we move forward, and may may good things happen to you as you have had all these ideas float in your head, and uh, may you also disseminate any uh, ideas that you've had in your experience as you move along. 
So, like I said, I'm about 20% of my content through, but those are just the pictures I took with my camera, let alone uh, my thoughts and and uh, pictures from, from others. So it's kind of weird to say, whoa, I wasn't really that slow. I just have lots to, that I need to want. I feel like I want to talk about when in these reskilling things. So hopefully this audio comes through and then I'll make a nice uh, uh, PDF file of these pictures to go along with it. And hopefully also our exit music will come on quite nicely. Yeah, there you go. KSJN. This is lullabies. So I guess I guess that's it right there. Sounds pretty good, right? All right, let's just call this one two so next month we'll probably do it again which would be may second tuesday in may 6 30 or so at the library if it's open and uh, also up uh, uh, the files available at metagenny.com slash reskill and uh, okay let's let's do this as i stop it boom and boom <laughs>